Would you please stand as you are able for today's scripture reading from the Gospel of Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Well, love changes everything. I've shared this story with some of you before, I'm sure. A man and woman visited my tiny little congregation one Sunday. I called them to see if I might come by and visit, and she said, yes, she would love that. And I went to their house, and she welcomed me in, and we sat in the living room. She was very welcoming and very interested in having a conversation. But he sat across the room in a chair in the corner and never said a word. But he had a great glare. And so we talked and we visited about the church and she said she wanted to join the church the next Sunday. And so I said a prayer with her and got up to leave and I turned around and I looked at him and I said, so what's your problem? <laughs> and he stood up and he says, I'll tell you what my problem is. I don't like church and I don't like preachers. And I don't want you to talk to me. <laughs> and so I stuck out my hand and I said, I'll make you a deal. You keep coming to church with her and I promise I'll never talk to you. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was the strangest person he had ever met in his life. And he tentatively shook my hand and I left. Well, the next Sunday they come back to church. And I didn't speak to him. And she joined the church. 
And the next Sunday they were back and I welcomed her as she came in and I said goodbye to her as she left and I didn't speak to him. And this went on week after week and month after month. And then one Sunday at the end of the service, this man steps out and starts coming down the aisle during the final invitation hymn. And he's very emotional. I had no idea what was about to happen. And so when he got down to me, I said, what's going on? And he said through his tears, of course, I'm young and full of myself. I thought it was my great sermon. <laughs> he says, you know that song we sang, Jesus loves me, this I know? I said, yeah, what about it? He said, I never knew that until now. I never knew that until now. Love sure changed him. He became a leader in that church. And he became my friend. Well, today we hear this wonderful story of how love changes everything as Mary finds out that she has been chosen by God to be the mother of Jesus. It's a story that can become so familiar to us that we don't really hear it. We don't hear it in such a way that we catch how drastically God's love changed things in the story. Luke tells us that the angel Gabriel comes to visit a region of the region of Galilee, a little village of Nazareth, a non-important place that even an angel would need a GPS to find. And he comes to a young woman named Mary who's engaged to a man named Joseph, and she says, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. Mary didn't feel very favored. She was a young woman in a male-dominated culture that did not offer her any choices or any options whatsoever. I doubt that she was encouraged ever to even imagine a life beyond the dusty lanes of the little village of Nazareth. She must certainly didn't feel favored or noticed by God or probably anyone else for that matter. And Luke says the angel, seeing how perplexed she was, told her not to be afraid that she really had found God's favor and that she would conceive and have a son and name him Jesus and that he would be great and be called the Son of the Most High and that God would give him the throne of his ancestor, David. Well, I think that probably just confused Mary more, don't you? Mary's dreams of motherhood were of just the prayer of having a 
healthy baby and counting fingers and toes, not of royalty and power. So she says to the angel, well, excuse me, how can this be? There's not a chance I could be pregnant and have a baby. And Gabriel says, the Holy Spirit is involved here. So this child is not going to be just any child. This child is going to be the Son of God. And so that you'll know this is true, your relative Elizabeth, the one who never could have children and is now way too old to have children, guess what? She's having a son too. And she has a six-month head start on you. And Mary, you will soon discover that God is in the business of the impossible. Amen. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. As we stand on the brink of celebrating God's love coming down at Christmas, we see in this story how much that love has already started changing things. Elizabeth, this one who was unable to have children, called barren, more accurately we should say Elizabeth, who was in a, childish, a childless marriage, because it never talks about the men's part in that. The point is she is miraculously going to have a child by God's choice and God's action. Talk about things being changed. Mary who started the story by thinking that the angel had the wrong address in the beginning, starts to see herself the way God sees her. And by the end of the story, says, here I am, the servant of the Lord, the chosen of the chosen. That's a change, isn't it? The very location itself, Nazareth, a nowhere village in a backwater district, suddenly becomes the place out of all the planet God chooses to be Emmanuel, God with us. Things aren't always as they seem. But perhaps the biggest change of all is that from this moment in history on, maybe nothing quite should seem so impossible ever again. If God is really here, if God really comes to us tonight and is with us, who knows? Who knows what can happen? 
God's love changes everything. God's love in our life can change us. If we're in Mary's age group, we might discover that God doesn't check IDs to see if we're old enough to be used by God to do something great. And if we're in Elizabeth's age group, we may discover, regardless of what the world says, we're never too old to be used by God to bless the world. When we embrace how much God loves us and believe that God can forgive us, it changes how we feel about ourselves and maybe we can believe that we're worthy of God's love and worthy of God's forgiveness. And if we can believe that for ourselves, maybe we can believe that for other people too. And that changes how we see each other. And that changes how we see the world. And that, my friend, changes everything. That love, that is what has been in the heart of God since before the beginning of time. And that love is what took on flesh and blood on this night so long ago. Let's open ourselves to that in a way that will let that love change us so that we might truly live in the love and forgiveness and grace of a God for whom nothing is impossible. Not in our lives, not in the lives of those we love, not in the lives of those we can't stand, not in the world, not in the future. Love came down and love changes everything. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.